<laughs> my mom had me watch Chaplin when I was at her house this week. Oh, really? Yeah, with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Didn't like that movie. You didn't like it? It was really boring. I thought it was boring. Really? I liked it. Yeah. My mom loved it. I've watched it. it a couple times. Yeah. I didn't it's, know Chaplin it, was such a horn dog. Horn dog? Yeah, man. He was getting around with underage girls and everything. Well, well turn what? of the century. I'm sure turn of the century, but as like a, what, like a 50 year old man, he married an 18 year old. Oh yeah. And he had kids. Oh yeah. 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 Full on. Full on. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and he was dating a 17 year old as well. What, what's wrong with that? Uh, the DiCaprio. Yeah. I mean, listen, Brandon, I'm not saying that I'm judging Chaplin's entire life. Sure. You are judging Chaplin because he was 50 and he got with the. A young woman. What's wrong with that? Well, he was with an underage girl before that. Potato, potato. Potato, potato. <laughs> that's he how, liked that's him young. how I'm going to win he every... He liked him young and he liked him often. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't yeah. know that about Chaplin. I'm not saying he's should be canceled forever and he's a horrible person. I'm just saying I didn't know that about Chaplin. Yeah, I... Um, yeah, the underage stuff is, is bad, but I'm... You know... And that's just taking the Robert Downey Jr. at face value. And which yeah. I mean, I don't know how accurate that movie was. I did like Well, the, I'm, I'm sure the, they wouldn't paint Chaplin in a really good light all the way through and then then throw an underage uh yeah. <laughs> marriage in there. I just love in, in the end, um when it's doing like the classic like biography movie thing where it's going through the whole thing, Mia jo- Jovovich's uh character, the underage one, mm-hmm. um, it's like after they got divorced, she um, went to these sleazy bars and died an alcoholic. And it's like, <laughs> what a way to describe a woman's death that was kind of groomed by a 40 year old man. Yeah. <laughs> like she's it, like, it's, it makes it sound like she's the, she's the victim. Vic- right. Yeah. yeah they're mm-hmm. totally victim shaming at yeah. the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she kind was the vic- making him sound like, making him vic- sound yeah. like yeah. 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 I mean, anyone in Hollywood, anyone who's elite to the top, anything you anything you want to do goes. I think that's what we've been learning. Is there really Hollywood elite? I mean, are there really people in Hollywood that affect your life right now? No, I, I mean, I don't I don't. Do you subscribe. think that was more of a thing? I think oh, elite oh. is used um, just as a one of those scare words now. Yeah. Because they used to say that Barack Obama was an elitist. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? This He's is, an educated is, man who yeah, speaks just because with big he words. was educated. Mm-hmm. Just because he he worked really hard to get where he was. He's an elitist. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. I like my politicians with a bigly. And then and then those same per- people that called Barack Obama an elitist were like, Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the whole point of dividing people, you know? keep them divided if you can the more things you categorize somebody into the easier it is to divide groups of people into supporting them or not supporting them so you know you just start throwing words at somebody until something catches on like elitist yeah and then they're like oh yeah obama's an elitist you know it's just people have no idea what's meant to distinguish him from his own people right yeah like that that's the whole point of it 
A college education, I think, has always been something that that a certain group of people have looked down upon as as someone who's gone past that education barrier and is for some reason at a point where they can't associate themselves with you anymore. And just because they have like an education means they can't relate to you. They must be fighting against you. They have to be fighting for their big pockets sort of thing. Well, think of the inverse. I know I know people who have said that they wouldn't date anybody that doesn't have a college education, mm-hmm. which. <laughs> It's the same mindset, right? Mm-hmm. It's just you, 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 you considered people without a college education in a different social group than that of your own. When you guys are all the same fucking idiots, everybody's the same person. Like people with college degrees could just could be an idiot, and somebody without a college degree could, you know, none of that well, determines all of that. All it determines there, there is are, your, there are people on the left and people on the right that. <clears throat> in equal proportions that have college degrees. Right, exactly. Like everyone on Fox News has fucking college degrees. They may be idiots sometimes, but all the people on MSNBC also have college degrees. Right. Right? Um neither is more elite than the other. Yeah, I to always me, see it's, like it's 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 just it, that's just silly to me. When people are looking at statistics on like who voted for Donald Trump and 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 those sort of policies, it's like, oh look, non-college educated white men voted for this. That must mean idiots think that's the case when it's yeah, just that's, like that is so complete selection horrible. bias. Yeah, it goes yeah. back to that thing. It, there's a natural instinct for you for people to want to group each other together to make it easier to identify them, right? Mm-hmm. You know that th- that's why they publish those studies or publish those that data so so you as a or somebody who's looking for somebody to blame that trump won or that trump got as many votes as he did they're like oh yeah we're gonna blame uneducated single white men you know because mm-hmm. we always want somebody to blame mm-hmm. that's the yeah. whole point of so that's who between. that's 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 who you have to hate mm-hmm. yeah i think which voting is, blocks which is t- one one of us well, one of us and one that looks like one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I think voting blocks should be split into two categories. Those who have seen Porky's and those who have not seen Porky's. Yes. This definitely. is dinner with a movie. The, the elite and the non-elite. Yes. <laughs> and we'll determine who, which is which today. <laughs> <laughs> this is dinner with a movie and we are all counted in the category of seeing Porky's. Yes. I'm one of your hosts, Blake, and I'm joined by... Brandon, and we're joined by... Jose. And we're watching Porchy Porkies this week. Porchies. Porchy Porky. Porchies. And uh, we ate a bunch of chili and a bunch of hot dogs. Wieners, as I think is a more purposeful way to describe them for this movie. Meat. Meat. Wiener meat. <laughs> wiener meat. Yeah. <laughs> Deformed wiener meat, which is the inside of them is probably not uh, that good to see. But <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the inside of a hot dog, knowing what's in that. Not good. Uh, cancer, lips and Very assholes. Much. Huh? Lips and assholes. That's what. In the hot dog. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what hot dogs are made out. They just take the rectum, and they and they and pull, peel it off like a sticker. <laughs> 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 Throw it in the blender. <laughs> Brandon, you picked this movie. I forget where that came from. Lips and assholes. Um, I think it may have been from the coal miner's daughter. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, 
I've never heard that before. Yeah, that's a common. But thing. I'm glad you've you've brought it into my. I think she's talking about baloney or something on the radio, and she says, "Yeah, it's made out of lips and assholes or something like that." So there's some there's something. Yeah, it's it's from a movie though. I know that. It's that nice to know that those animals in the hot dogs are kissing each other's butts forever. Oh yeah, it's like uh, hot dogs are are uh, uh, the farm animal centipede. it's gross well you picked this movie this week brandon i did i did uh this was another movie that my brother jay brought up and he said you you should do this movie so we've had kind of two back-to-backs um I like this movie. I, I I liked it growing up, and I haven't I hadn't watched it for a long time, um, but I know exactly why I liked it whenever I was young. I mean, in a it was nineteen eighty one. That means I was twelve. Yeah, it's right about the age where I could appreciate um, all of the sexual humor that was going on, um, and. Uh, not really be inspired by it, but know uh, know what was going on with my body enough to know certain things about myself whenever I watch Porky's. Yeah. And that still rings true today. You yeah, watched it. And yeah, you watched I, it I watched it. No. No, I watched it and I, 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 it, it triggered me back, back then like, oh, this is why I watched this movie. This is exactly why I watched this movie. And I watched, I used to watch it over and over and over um, when I was a kid. So, um, yeah. It was kind of a way to experience porn without experiencing porn, I think. At, at that age, I would I would seek out like this and like American Pie and stuff like that because I was like, I mean, I can kind of watch these if I download them on my laptop. And even though I did have access to porn, for some reason, through like a cinema experience, it was much more interesting. It's much more accepting. It's like, um, it's like the difference between reading pornographic material, like reading stories of what happened, you know, I was on the way to to on a train to Jackson's hole and man was my hole burning for some love. Right? <laughs> so, so like, like you, you read it and it's a different, it it's different than just watching porn. Um, and, and watching different types of porn are different from, from everything else now. But whenever I was growing up, I, I, I didn't have porn. Pornographic magazines. The internet didn't exist when Brandon was growing it up. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Um, you didn't even have an iPod? I had one of the first... Uh, Brandon had to go to the library and check out his porn. <laughs> my uncle worked for Apple um, like when it was first starting. And um, and he gave my grandparents a, a an Apple computer. And... Um, I played around with it, but it didn't capture my attention at all. Yeah. And then the the first kind of internet stuff was my friend 
a friend of mine from high school, Alex, he used to play games and dial in and talk to people. He would dial into Radio Shack. It was a phone number to Radio Shack. And then other people could dial into Radio Shack and they could play games and communicate and stuff. And that was really fucking weird to me. Like, you don't even know these people? He's like, no, well, they're in El Centro. I was like, have you met them? Like, how do you know these people aren't, like, weird and stuff? So I was always creeped out by the internet. You were Chris Hansening them. I was totally Chris Hansening them. Like, ask them to your, ask them, ask them over to your house. Let's see what they do. See if they bring some Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so shit like Porky's, to me, um, it's Skinamax before Skinamax, right? It's it's that um, softcore porn before softcore porn, but to me, Porky's is much more than that sexual stuff. There's a lot more going on in this movie than than just you know looking at naked girls and seeing guys' butts and and them run out naked out of a, a house and there, there's more to it than that. Um, yeah, what stuck with me most, um, I, that I remembered most was the, um, the confrontation between Billy and, um, Timmy, um, Timmy being the racist kid because of his dad and Billy being the, the Jewish boy, um, that stuck in my mind. I knew that part of the movie, like in my head. That's what was burnt into me more than um, naked guys, naked girls, um, more than Lassie, uh, more than any of that. Yeah. Was, are you talking about the scene where he kind of hops in the car with him or some of the ones before that? Um, and I, I think it's the, 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 it the, the racism, the racism Brian, from, from Brian. the very beginning. Yeah. Brian. Did I say Billy? Is that Billy? Yeah. Uh, Brian. I meant Brian. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the racism from the very beginning, um, they do use the N-word from the very beginning. I'm like, I don't remember this, but I remember them using, you know, a black person to be a murderer. Um, but And that was the only real black person around, um, which was strange, always kind of strange to me. It was weird to me. Because they're in Florida. And I would assume there would still be some in the school, but yeah, none it are seen. The movie set in 56. Oh, it was set in 56. Okay. Yeah, yeah. the movie set in the 50s. Yeah. So no, there's no way there would be, they would be in school. <coughs> well, yeah, 60, yeah. 63. 63 is the Civil Rights Act right after Kennedy died. So maybe, yeah, maybe they were being, yeah, I never, I didn't really think about that. But even on the streets or even out in public or even, at, you know, it was, it's, it's a very segregated film but it's meaning it's anti-racist theme that runs through it is very much blatant it's very much there it's very much um being accepting and um accepting uh brian into the group i think is a big uh a big thing mm -hmm. that redeems that first that first scene yeah well you want to move on some fun facts i got some fun facts for y'all Throw them. All righty. So Porky's came out in 1981. Its runtime is an hour and 34 minutes. And the director and writer are Bob Clark, who also did a movie we've already seen, The Christmas Story. Yeah. Um, fun fact about that specifically, they 
the studio only approved a Christmas story if he would make Porky's 2. So he had to make Porky's 2 first, and then they would let him do a Christmas story. Because of how much money the first Porky's made. So it's the same studio that made Christmas Story as well. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah, and last week you said, is he the writer? And he, yeah, he is the screenwriter. Mm -hmm. um, he, he uh, yeah, he's the screenwriter of of A Christmas Story as well. And he and he did do both sequels, which I think is rare. Uh, especially for both like, Porky's sequels? Porky's, yeah. Yeah. Porky's 2 and Porky's, Porky's Revenge. Revenge. Yeah. Porky's yeah. Revenge, yeah. I wanted to watch those so bad this the last week, and I didn't. I didn't do it. I w I'm curious about them because I saw in the second one they fight the KKK as kind of like the bad guys. Yeah, well, they fight to use um, an Indian in their production of a Midsummer Night's Dream or something at school. Yeah, and then uh, Porky's Revenge. It's Porky coming because he wants Por Porky's back. And Porky wants to wants them to throw a basketball game, so they have to foil him again. Yeah, who knew Porky's would have a trilogy? Such an intricate cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I want to bring Porky's back. <laughs> we'll we'll watch it again and again. <laughs> I know they wanted to do a reboot with a. I think uh, Howard Stern wanted to produce it, and he could not find a studio to. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, that's, that goes back to what I said last week that, uh, you know, my brother said this, there's no way they could make this movie now. Well, I um, wonder what a reboot would entail, like a modern day Porky's. Yeah. Well, I mean, a modern day, not version, but something similar to this modern day is American Pie. You already mentioned that. Mm. I don't even think American Pie would get made today. Maybe not. You know, an American Pie is a lot more modern. Doesn't have some of the. Doesn't have the. The themes on racism and and all that. Yeah, even American Pie, I don't think would get made today. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean I don't know if that's. Because I mean certainly a lot of the stuff that happens in this I would absolutely describe as misogynistic and made by horny men for horny men, but. Uh, things like American Pie are still held up as like classics. Even like growing up in in middle school, like we would just watch it because it was yeah. just like, oh, everyone knew what American Pie was. Uh, I don't know if that's for the better or for the worse. And I think I will say, for me at least, a lot of this script felt like a forty-year-old guy re romanticizing his time in high school and college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's and kind so of a grown-up. It's kind of a grown-up, uh, a Christmas story. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And so I one I just don't think that type of script would get greenlit nowadays. Um, yeah, I just think I think the people who would write this just aren't writing screenplays. Right. Yeah. Just wait. It's just not the type of story. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the type of story that people are telling right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that that is an interesting point to bring up. That like if if someone were to say this wouldn't be made today, is it really because? no one is it really because it's just offensive or is it just because people just don't want to watch it like i i if i were to see a porky's sort of re remake or something it's not like i would think oh that's really offensive and, and out of place right now I, I just it just wouldn't want to watch it it just wouldn't seem like an interesting story to to watch right now right as opposed to i mean sexualizing women in that way yeah i think um 
I think where I was coming from uh, is that it wouldn't be made because I think the reverse could probably be made more than Porky's could be made, where it was actually women that were sexualizing men. Um, I think that could probably pass um, as empowerment. As um, it'd still be written by a guy. Oh yeah, it would probably <laughs> still be, still written, be by written by a guy. All right, yeah. yeah um, a... But that, but that, but that doesn't make it any less true. It really doesn't make it any less true. You um, Greta Gerwig to to direct it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, how did you feel about a Porky's reboot? <laughs> <laughs> Little woman Porky's. <laughs> Little Porky's. Little Porky's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, little little horny women. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, cinematographer was Reginald H. Morris. Uh, he also did Christmas Story, Black mm-hmm. Christmas, Porky's. Uh, he was on camera crew for Superman. Um, yeah, nothing else too too notable other than that. Seems like he stuck with with the director through it. I think it's time for our new favorite segment, Tess Blake on the names of the characters. Okay, so let's establish how many of guys there are in like their little friend group. Okay. There's... <laughs> I mean, you guys can say the number, and I guess I can guess the names. Brandon, I think it's seven. There's some cute boys in this group. There's some cute fellas. Cutest of all is Pee Wee. Really? Your number one's Pee-wee? <laughs> no. That's your number one cute guy? <laughs> yeah. I love him. Because you relate to him because you're so short? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So, we got, we got Pee-wee. All right. We got Meat. Meat. We got uh, Tim and Tommy. Mm-hmm. We got Brian, Billy. Um, um, I forgot. Shit. Um. You forgot the redneck. The redneck. I don't know the redneck's name. So it's with an M. Madrigu. Hello, everybody. I don't know. Mickey, Mickey. Mouse. Mickey. Right. Mickey. Mickey. Okay. All right. So that's the seven. Okay. The, there's the there's the group. The little squad. Uh, there's yeah. Porky. Porky. Classic. And that's all I know. Sheriff Porky. Sheriff Porky. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's I know there's um um um. Teachers. Okay, so we got we got uh Ball Bricker. Miss Ball Bricker. And that's all I got. Miss Honeywell. Miss Honeywell. Honeywell. That's Lassie. Lassie. What's the name of that coach who just randomly decides to join their group at the end? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what one thing about that scene where the coach is like, oh, I like I stop calling me by my, my last name, call, call me by my first name. Oh Roy. Call me Roy. Yeah. Um, coach, coach Bracket. And then Bracket. I think it's I think it's Tim, who is it that's talking to him right there? Um, whoever's talking to him, it's one of the kids. He says, "Oh, you look much older than twenty three." I'm thinking this, this whoever's acting as whoever's talking as the mm-hmm. kid looks, looks much older, older, than, older than the coach. Yeah, yeah. Looks so well, he looks 17. older than the coach. I think. I will say it's probably Brian. Brian was the one that looked oldest to me. Brian yeah, looks Brian like Daniel LaRusso. Or no, no, Billy. Billy looked old. Billy was the one that looked oldest to me, not he, Brian. He was the tallest, right? Yeah. Yeah, Billy's yeah. the tallest one. See, I watched the movie twice, and I still struggled distinguishing between Tommy and Tim. 
I thought their yeah. facial structures were very, very similar. Very it was similar. very difficult for me to like. And, said, and they're both T's on top mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the Billy way the way I remember the way I remembered it was Timmy was the racist from the beginning. That's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I want to continue this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good to establish characters so yeah, we know yeah. who we're talking about. It's a good yeah, idea. yeah. Oh, but, but there was Coach um, Good Enough. Good enough. Also, Coach Good Enough. Yeah, I think that's what we got. All the important ones. Okay. Yeah, and. Yeah. Logline this week. Logline. Ah, oh, I got a logline. Um, a group of misch- a group of mischievously horny high school students pull off a prank to destroy a redneck nightclub and brothel because the owner wouldn't let them frequent the establishment. <laughs> Very yeah. good. I don't uh, think I was ever this horny. I, I, I even at my peak. I still am. <laughs> <laughs> banging down doors on nightclubs i'll go now <laughs> you, go, you go to porky's in the everglades right now oh yeah this is right about now. to turn into a very different podcast <laughs> oh yeah i yep. just like <laughs> looking at Wee's desperation throughout it i don't get it you don't I, get it no i don't get it like would you say that that because i would look at that as just a satirization and and just being over the top for fun but mm-hmm. would you say that's like a real type of person maybe who is... back then yeah is it uh i i came across this question um with um the breakfast club as well is being a virgin all that bad it might not be as bad now as it used to be like like I remember people teasing other people about being a virgin. Oh, you're a virgin. Oh, here comes a virgin. Right. They would, they would, they would like, it, it's not like bullying. It's just like fucking with people. Right. Uh, over being a virgin. I lost my virginity when I was 11. So anyone that called me a virgin through junior high school and high school, fuck you. <laughs> right. So, um, I, I kind of equate with that, like there's an innocence kind of to Pee Wee um, that he needs or wants to lose. And the only way he can lose it would be, it's not going to be through normal courtship and, and, and getting with a girl that he loves because he's not mature enough for that. It's going to have to be through Porky's or through Wendy doing something for the guys, taking one for the team, um, which they tried to get her to do in the bef- before in a uh, they mentioned it before, and she went to reach down and he already had a condom on, and she kicked him out. So um, I think they play on that. It, it is it is a parody. But I think they play on that. I don't know if that's so much um, a big thing now. If being a virgin, like if someone called you a virgin in high school, would you give a shit now? I think what what you said about that not being bullying and that being just fucking around with somebody, that has that dynamic has changed significantly. Right. Bullying is way more encompassing now 
than it ever was. And that, it's, that it's, would, it encompasses everything now. Like, like you, like you genuinely can't say things about people. Like, like you know, there's so, a certain so if, level if, of respect we that were, is expected. If we now. were friends in high school and we were 16, 17 years old, and and I turned to Blake and I said, "Blake, here comes the virgin," right? As a and joke, it's, and it's Jose, and it's Jose, and we're all friends, <laughs> and we're all friends. Would that would that be considered bullying? I don't know. That was never the type of humor I had when I was in high school. It was just never. Like I, I don't have a genuine but, answer for you. But like, would I'm it sure matter? I'm, I'm sh- me personally. I like that's just. It, it depends on the dynamic, right? It, it's all based off of your individual dynamic right. with your with your friend group. I would say that from an outsider's perspective, if they saw that, they would consider that bullying. Yeah, see. I I mean, I was... I'm sorry, f- Blake, because I have bullied you so much <laughs> Here's in the past the five I, years. <laughs> I, you call me virgin every day. <laughs> <laughs> I was made fun of for being a virgin in freshman year of high school from our neighboring lunch table. Did it hurt your feel bads? Yeah. Um, Hurting your feelings and affecting your mindset are different things. I didn't walk away and think, fuck, man, like I'm I'm feeling really bad because I'm not a virgin. But it absolutely nails in your mind a little bit more a perceived importance of things mm-hmm. by viewing how your peers view it. Um, I never walked around and was like, dude, I'm a virgin. I need to get laid because I can't be a virgin anymore. Right. But it definitely puts this importance on it more that thinking like, man, like this is a big deal in society. I've had multiple friends lie to me about losing their virginity because they thought it was viewed as something that they need to get over with. They need to tell people right away. And, um, my guess is from any pressures of other people, like saying something about virginity Mm -hmm. where I think bullying is, is maybe a term used for something of more hatred behind it. I think, like the people, the people that would yell that at our table that were next to us, they would just call us the virgin table is what they would label us. Like we didn't, we didn't really take it to heart, but it was definitely a type of bullying. I think, I think bullying can be bullying even if you don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing with that is it's not about the intent, right? It's about what it's perceived as or what the person feels who's who's at the receiving end. Yeah. You know, you can't tell somebody what they should feel like. You can't make a joke at, at Blake's expense and then be upset about it because Blake says, Oh yeah, that made me upset later. Like you can't, nobody can tell you how you're supposed to feel regardless of your intent with any statement. Yeah. And so, you know, it's hard for like you're saying, like you can't. Yeah. I'm sorry for all the times I called you short because you can't, (laughs) You can't help being short, but all the times I called you stupid though, you can't help that. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I guess, um, see, I was, I was kind of bullied whenever, I, I mean, I was a skinny kid. I wasn't very athletic. Um, I did try to play football. I did try to play, you know, um, baseball. Um, and, and, it it was a lack of real support at home that did more damage to me than anything I got from school, any bullying I got from school. 
um, there were still bullies at school. Um, but I guess, I guess the way I look at it is I survived. I know that, you know, maybe they saw something in me that I hadn't seen yet, or, um, maybe they were calling people names or they were confrontational because of something that was wrong with them. I guess I can look back and look at it objectively, but if you're not in that frame of mind, I can see how that can very, can very well hurt, hurt a person and change a person's perspective. And, um, make them totally cut off from the world. Um, so I, I know how bullying can affect someone. Um, and, and I guess, um, one thing that, that Porky's does is it shows, um, how to counter that a little with, 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 with finesse, right? Brian counters the, um, the anti-Semitism and the racism by seeing the person, by seeing Timmy and doing something about it. He goes, he says, tells the coach, can I talk to you? Like tells the coach, you know what? This is what I've seen. This is what I know is going on. This is what I perceive that he tells the coach and gets Timmy put back on the team. Um, being above it. I guess rising above it and being the better person for it. I think that is the only way to counter any kind of bullying, especially at school, teaching kids how to do that, how to rise above it, how to, um, how to call it for what it is. Um, he was more, uh, he was more of a noble character than any of Timmy's friends were. Um, whenever it came to the fight that they were in, like Pee Wee and everybody were cheering for Timmy, even though they knew that he was, Brian was kicking his fucking ass. Right. And even and they knew he was in the wrong and they knew he was in the wrong. I think it would have been better if they would have just shut up. I think it would have said more if they would have just shut up and didn't say, yeah, come on, get him, Timmy. Come on. Right. That, that says, oh, I'm on your side, even though I know you're fucking wrong. Um, rising above it is, um, is something that I think, um, we need to teach the younger generations to do, because that's the only way to defeat it is to rise above it, to be, to be better than the bully. Yeah. You can, you can tell me I'm fucking ugly, but you know what? My face my face is going to change over the next, you know, 50 years. Guess what? Your dark ass, stupid soul. That's never going to change because you're a bully. And unless you decide to change that darkness within you, it's going to eat you alive. And you're going to look like you're fucking 60 years old by the time you're 25. Fuck you. That's my bully coming out. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> rise above it. Um, I think that's something that Porky's does really well, though. It shows that it definitely makes Brian the most admirable character yeah. for it. Um, it also, that scene in question substantially brought my opinion of every other character down. Yeah. Um, especially the conversation after where the tall kid, Billy, Billy is like, is like, Oh, he's a good kid. He's coming from a good place. And I was so glad that Brian just said, he's a prick. Like he's I, a prick. I, 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 
I was afraid that the movie was going to try to be like, he may be an anti-Semitic racist piece of shit, but, um, he's a good kid, you know, like, and I know they, I know they've kind of brought it about with his dad. Yeah. Yeah. It shows, it shows the, the reason why he's that way. Right. Um, but just, and I know this might've been the times, but just the casual sort of allowing of that from his, from his friends really threw me off from those guys. Um, and I guess this is a question that I kind of have for you about this movie. I think that's where modern days Porky switches it up. Right. And shows that, no, this isn't acceptable. You, you can't, you can't fucking do this. We've been watching you do this to Brian this entire time. You're going to be out of our little group if you keep doing this. Mm Mm-hmm. And and I guess that kind of also, Brian. I mean, uh, Timmy, Timmy, Tom, Timmy, Timmy. He's, he's the Timmy's racist. racist. Tommy's the one that instigates Beulah. His flip felt sudden to me. I don't know if it felt like that to you guys, but his complete like hatred. I guess I have an issue with the pacing of the whole movie. So yeah, yeah. it did feel sudden for me. For me, the the anti semitism subplot was a little weird in in place to it mm-hmm. um i appreciate what it was trying to say i just mm-hmm. think it i think its place in this movie is just bizarre to me <laughs> the whole movie's bizarre yeah. but i mean like the whole movie's bizarre but like that subplot is just like here's a movie about a bunch of high schoolers trying to get their fuck on and in the middle is a story about how racism is brought about by generations and how it can be stopped like and yeah. and, and i know a good it's a great, very on the nose for me yeah yeah i agree yeah i agree with that I'm just but, glad. I mean, for a movie called Porky's, Porky's is missing through most of the movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it definitely um, seems like they just take a major break, and the only explanation, the only thing you get about Porky's is is what's his name or uh, Mickey coming back and forth, just like oh, just I getting got beat it. every time, <laughs> getting beat every time, getting yeah. beat every time. Which, um, which I think they could have explored a little more. Yeah, they could have explored that a little more. I think. Yeah, because yeah. to me that was more interesting these kids going up against these confederate assholes yeah. like that was more interesting and, I, and the ending was satisfying to me because who doesn't like to see a confederate son of a bitch you know just get fucked um but i i think I, here's a question that i think is actually really interesting with this movie is when you make a movie like this about a time like this in dixie country um full of racists full of backwards thinking the the presence of the n-word the presence of anti-Semitism mm-hmm. and the presence of mass misogyny throughout. Is that something you can just say, well, yeah, if you're making a movie at this time, you have to have it. No, or no. Yeah. Cause I guess um, it was, but we do see it. We do, we do. Cause it we is, do right. We, did, start we with, did see it kind of in 1955 back to the future though. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I'm sure if like it depends on their R rating and whatnot. If if you're mm-hmm. making a movie back then with an R rating with a director who doesn't really care, you're gonna have some more N words, you're gonna have some more um unacceptable social sort of But dilemmas. there's the only one that I knew of. Yeah. Um Oh, there's and, two. And they uh, they called him out. They call him out. Like they do. right off the I, bat. I guess um, But it felt like they did it to get out of the way. Yeah. Like I, it felt like they were answering maybe. Blake's question. Like, oh, but why, we're, why ma- didn't we're in need the to be 80s, there. We're making a movie about the fifties. We need it like it felt to me that they were acknowledging the use of the of the N word. Yeah, it felt to me that it didn't need to be exactly. there at all. Yeah. Like like the um the anti Semitism was was enough. 
um, which they could have done that with a black person or, you know, a black person may not have been allowed to go to that that high school. They could have explored that a little more, which I think they do in the next. I think it's deliberate Um, that they picked a someone uh, of Jewish descent because they would have been white. They would have been allowed to go to the school. So it felt to me that the screenwriter wanted to make some commentary about race or something. And his go-to because of the time period the movie set in had to be somebody that was Jewish because they're the only ones that would have been allowed to attend school with them. But Brian looks completely Hispanic to me. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's, that's part of, that, that's part to of the racism is like, I always wonder, um, uh, Timmy's dad showing up at the party and being able to pick, uh, Brian pick out. On, yeah. Pick Brian out. Like it's, it's kind of weird. Maybe he just yeah. said, Hey, where's the Jewish kid? And then someone yeah. pointed at that. That was a little weird to me. Like, and he's the only Jewish kid there. Yeah. He's the only right. Jewish kid in school. And he drives the nicest car. That car fucking kicks ass. <laughs> he, I, I saw, I was I'm like, sorry, but that of course fucking they car. Make him drive the nicest car out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, another and, another movie where I just love the fucking cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a nice cars. And and like the only the only black man in the movie is someone obviously they used to pose as a murderer, but also they refer to him as an African Zulu man. Yeah, um, right from the start with two yeah. gold teeth. With two gold, with two gold teeth. teeth. Um, and and I guess with with this sort of setup, it's like obviously the people at this time they were going to be racist, especially in Florida, yeah. in this area. Um. But as a director directing a movie during the 80s, about the 50s, um, I just wonder, like, you could you could get away with it without, like, mentioning the N-word. You don't have to have, have or, like, this sort or of... Or being, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously Being it, disparaging it like that. Yeah, yeah. Obviously it happened. And, and um, you obviously don't want to erase some real things that would be happening at this time. I think I think it is an interesting idea of like tackling a time period like this with these sort of kids who are obviously just all of them are really stupid and just would have those sort of racial slurs in their vocabulary and yeah and all that. Um, all of that just threw me off. But at the same time, in my mind, I would think of it's of the time about a time that was a little less uh, was way less um, understanding of of all those issues Uh when I watch movies like this, I'm not sure where my mind should go as far as acceptance of that stuff. I, I think going to back to what you were saying about how the whole subplot about Brian and Timmy and, and, and Timmy's dad, the scenes itself are enjoyable and their interactions and all of that. For me, it just felt very out of place in this movie. It's an, in a movie called Porky's, in a movie that's supposed to it's supposed to be a teenage sex comedy, and then you have racial commentary just thrown in for a good what thirty minutes of the movie, and the movie's an hour and a half. Like it, it the movie to me in general just feels jumbled. Mm. There are moments in the movie that are really that I really enjoyed, and really funny, really thought provoking. But none of it felt coherent to me. Right, right. None of it feels coherent. Less that's, racism, more boobies. There's not. Yes. There's not. A, <laughs> that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> it's lacking a through storyline. Mm-hmm. It's lacking a. Um, it's really for me. It's lacking that one person that carries the story. It's lacking a lead. Yeah, yeah there you was think never it's really Pee Wee, 
Um, but in actuality, the Porky story is really Mickey's story. But then it seems like the person that's making everything go is Tommy. Tommy and Tommy and Billy. Um sometimes to me, simultaneously. Billy seems like he could have been the main character. Like the friend that's there for everything. And he's just seeing everything go but he's down. Just, yeah, but he's just seeing but, stuff go right, down. They they don't give him really that much to do. Yeah. The the only thing he does in the end is go in and get get Porky. Yeah. And and that but he wasn't a, even there the first time. The first yeah. time. Yeah. That lack of a character makes it weird for Brian, who had never been to Porky's with them, to suddenly understand the layout enough to come up to with come the up plan. With, yeah, but they totally. It, it, I think. I think if they would have had a scene where they were coming up with a plan, mm-hmm. it would have. It would have been a little better. Yeah, I would have taken um, a montage just, or something. Yeah, they just go. It. They just go straight to fucking sawing the legs off of Porky's. I, so, I'm okay with like saying, okay, we have a plan. Cut to the plan, because I I like to not know like the the plan of the heist sort of thing. Yeah, but uh, you so never see them that. all really come together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because then you, I, I, in that final part, even watching it the second time, I I was like, who was doing what and why and I, how? And yeah. I think that's why it's lacking. Like if if they had done a scene where like, all right, you're gonna do this, this, and this, and then we see it. Then I wouldn't have been so confused. The only way I can distinguish is meat because yeah. he's got that bright blue <laughs> yeah. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 Timmy, Timmy and Brian are on the boats, right? Tim, Tommy, and Tommy Brian. and Brian Tom- are on the boats. Never mind. I was gonna say yeah. that would have been a nice thing, just having them on the boats next to each other doing I, that together. I, I had that same yeah. I had that same thought. Yeah. But I have another thought. Um whenever whenever Brian and and Timmy drive off in the car after they make up and they're making they're actually coming up with a name for for brian that's not jewish but all the names he comes up for are irish um they 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 take off they go fuck that that is totally they're they're gonna go fuck that i'm i'm 100 percent with brandon yeah they're they're, they're, after the line he said i'd rather be what do you say i'd rather i'd i'd rather be queer if being like you uh, if being a man means being like you, I'd rather be a queer. Yeah, he said that, and they got in the car. I was like, oh, they're going. <laughs> they're gonna go back. <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah. it. That's the hundred percent. Yeah, they're both committed to eating ass. <laughs> yeah, um, that lack of a through storyline. It really. Um, and then you have bracket with Honeywell. Bracket and Honeywell. There's <laughs> just a random plot line in there. Yeah, it's it's just like everyone seems to be fucking with everybody else in some way, shape, or form in this movie. Um, I think playing that up would have would have um, made it more coherent. Maybe I don't know. Um, seeing all of them interact. Yeah, I don't the, I don't know how to fix this movie <laughs> um to make it an actual narrative because it's not an actual narrative. Um it it does seem just like a bunch of funny ideas of a teen sex comedy like combined yeah with with trying which goes to back get to my thing of it just feels like the writer just put down a bunch of things that were funny that happened to him or happened to somebody he knew while he was in high school 
and just throw it in a movie. Yeah. I could, I could, I could, I could see that. I could see that. But, but movies have, um, I think it's important that this was 1981 and movies have evolved a lot since. Right. Um, even when you look at movies, um, like Jaws, like, like big blockbuster movies, whenever you get into Star Wars, that big summer blockbuster movie that has so much story in it, um, that's when they learn that, you know what, the story's what's most important. Um, that's why Star Wars is still loved today, right? Um, Not by me. But... Uh, Marvel kid. <laughs> um, I will watch Endgame over any Star Wars movie any fucking day. I watched uh last week I watched all the Star Wars movies, including Rogue One and Solo. Wow, how are you gonna get all that time back? <laughs> I didn't watch four, five, and six though. Rogue One is I, so I didn't list. really watch them. I didn't, I didn't really watch them all, but four, five, and six I've watched enough yeah. to like not watch them and still know what's going on in seven, eight, and nine. Um, I, I, I think eight is my least favorite Star Wars movie. Really? Eight, eight, and then six. Um, but that's that, that we can, we can wait till the Star Wars podcast. We could have a whole Star Wars podcast on yeah. just yeah. Star Wars. And I, I'm just going to hate on it for the entire time. I'll mind, defend I Star Wars the, the day I die. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but to me, this movie, it's like, uh, they didn't really get story like it's just there as what it is and people liked it for what it was um because they made two and they made three right um so i think it's a movie of the time i think it's a product of its time um i really do i think it's dated you know it's a movie it's very that you dated. just even now you have movies where you just watch and you shut down and you just watch the movie, right? Like th there's no way that the intent of this movie was that they were going to please critics or anything, right? No, it, and no. You know, you, you could equate that to something that, you know, an Adam Sandler movie that, you know, we, we watch and in 30 years from now, some H Hubie Halloween, right? <laughs> Hubie Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> You know, those movies will feel dated 30 years from now. And Huey Halloween feels dated now. <laughs> that doesn't even count, I think, as a movie. Uh, I don't know. There, I mean, there are some there are some films that that are are older that don't seem dated to me, like in in the writing, in the story. And those movies are very important. Um in the eighties, like star Wars is a perfect example. And that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Star Wars was 77, 77 empire strikes and back came out in 80. I thought, I thought they were 80. Yeah. I 80. think 80. Um, but, but well, I guess my point is you have timeless movies that the writing and the, and all that feel right. like you can still watch it now. And it feels, you know, it, like it feels like the movie kind of evolved with, how movies have, have been involving. Well, American Graffiti, mm -hmm. a perfect, perfect example, um, has a lead. It has a, a, a through, through storyline. It's not as raunchy as this. Hollywood Nights 
um, has a lead, has a through storyline, is kind of similar raunchiness to this. Um, I think they they learned from from the mistakes of story and and use those to go along. Um, this is this is a story mistake. Coming of Porky's age stories, story coming of age stories, which I would say this falls under that, mm-hmm. are are hard to get right if you don't pick one character to to truly follow throughout the movie. Yeah, or it's one or or, or things aren't centered. Not necessarily on that one character, but that one character is driving the main plot forward. Right. Captain America drives the main plot forward in the Captain America movies and the Avengers movies. Oh, I he, thought you liked he, Star Wars. He does. <laughs> but but that's just that that is that is the one character lead. Um you can have all these other things going on. But that one character drives the story forward. Things happen because of that one character. So the, who should it be in this movie? Who if, should it be? If we had to make this movie good, it I feel like it Pee-wee. should be Tommy. I think it should be Pee-wee. I I feel like it. Sh- I feel like it should be Tommy. Um, I don't think Pee-wee's likable enough. But I, 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 it's his. It's his goal, man. I don't think it's he's likable enough. Well, to his goal. Role. His only goal is to get laid. Exactly. Is to lose his virginity. Mickey's goal is to get back at Porky. So if the Porky story is about Porky's, then Mickey is actually the most logical lead. But they just beat the shit out of him. That's all that happens. Is he keeps going back. He keeps getting the shit beat out of him. He goes nowhere he's not we don't even see him in the preparation to go knock porky's down he's not there he's just there at the end just he's there at a, the end sling. <laughs> yeah yeah and, also, on, and on crutches he drives 70 miles back just to like fall over the <laughs> like <laughs> Because Billy says it that it's seventy miles. Yeah, in the beginning, you're gonna drive seventy he drove miles. Seventy up. miles just to fall <laughs> just, over. Yeah, just, just to come back and fall out of his truck. He made it and on then the drive off. Long. Yeah, and then drive yeah. off when they say they want to call the the his brother and the ambulance. I think he's just being purposely dramatic. I yeah, think he's he like, is. okay. Oh, <laughs> which would have worked if they just left the line out of how far it was. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's still in Florida, it's just mm-hmm. on the uh, on the other side of the county line. Yeah, I really liked Pee Wee's measuring chart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like I like what he says. It's getting shorter. It's getting shorter. <laughs> well, it's probably because he just landed on it so hard. It probably shrunk back in a little bit. God. I never had a chart, but I certainly measured my penis. I think up. everybody does. Yeah. Well, yeah, keeping track of it. I I didn't I didn't write yeah. it out though. My mom would have found it. I mean, nowadays they probably have an app for that. Yeah, for kids to do that. <laughs> yeah, they have an app for that. Yep. Uh, yeah. T- bo- boob and and wiener grow chart. Yeah. Chart. Yeah, I think girls measure their boobs. Well, they have to because they oh, need bras. Size, yeah, yeah. And I think men should probably start doing it more on like a measuring thing instead of size, because you know it's not really Wait, the length like, that should like matter. Weight? You put it on. Yeah, you put it like on a uh, on a on a scale. On a scale. Yeah. 
Are you just like lifting up your bathroom scale to your waist and just <laughs> just smushing it, smushing it into your no into no I'm saying like I'm saying like, a, like, like a, a food measuring scale. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put anything you put food on that. <laughs> just put saran wrap over it and then, and then uh, mom are and you then, done with the scale in the kitchen? I gotta use it. <laughs> <laughs> or your mom catches you in the kitchen with your with your junk up on this scale measure. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> penis size, in, in in addition to virginity, penis size was absolutely something that I had in the back of my mind as well. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You want to be. You want to be. Because at least when I was growing up, I, I, I tied a lot of my self-worth to manliness and, and sort of masculinity. Not not nearly as much as the guys in this movie do, and certainly at this time. But, like, definitely, yeah, definitely penis size and everything was discussed. And in the back of your mind, like, oh, man, sounds like that guy has it together. Maybe I got to... Why? Because he's telling you how big his junk is? I mean, for, to a, to a seventh only, grader... there. You know what? There's only one kind of guy that talks about how long his dick is to other people, to other guys. Short. Yeah. Short boys. Uh, no, that's the that's that's the guy that actually really wants to to do something more with you. Yeah. Yeah. He he wants to see if it turns you on enough to strike up in conversation. <laughs> you want to put you in a, He's going to put you in his cool car and then you're going to go dock or something. <laughs> <laughs> Come up with Irish names as you're driving away. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think it's kind of. I think that's kind of universal. I think that's yeah. one of the universal things. Mm -hmm. um, I I do think the um, the chemistry between all of the all the guys in this movie I I think is very good. Um, even from the start, uh, when they're not being racist, I think they're, they're being yeah. pretty not relatable but i think they're funny and i think they're just kind of like they have a camaraderie to them sometimes that i think like the egg scene i thought was great uh especially the way that meat just says you're dead and then he's just like i know and then they start running away which i thought that was good yeah 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 but then but then it cuts to a scene right after where there's no egg on meat at all yeah, there's no and peewee's just chatting it up you know just hanging out by the fence and i and i and girls yeah right, i, I you assume there's a little skip that's a that's a nice high school yeah, it, it seems like everyone in the high school is in on it, though. Mm -hmm. Like, like the girls don't get offended whenever the boys are peeking at them through through the shower wall. Like they're not they don't get offended. They like, who is that? Oh, I know oh, that's that's Tommy. That's Tommy. Yeah. I know who that is. Right. Is Tommy in there? Hey, Tommy, if Pee Wee's in there, you better cover his eyes. You know, they're 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 fucking with the boys that are sitting there. And and as Pee Wee would say, oh, they're so they're hot. They're so they're fucking hot. hot. They're so hot. They want they're us so to keep hot. looking. <laughs> um, I never understood. Like, is he saying that they're hot like they're horny? I think that's what he I means. I think that's yeah. what he always because, means. Because uh, he, he said uh, when the teacher says hi, Pee Wee. He just says, oh, she's hot. She's hot. And he said, yeah. no, you think she's into you because she said your name? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, I think Pee Wee is, is like that, that type of character that um, is in the back of every guy's brain. Um, like, oh my God, you know, she, she, she rolled her eyes at me. She's fucking into me, man. This broad, this broad's <laughs> hot. This, oh man, I really, I, I really, uh. 
you know, I really want to ask her out. If she comes over and she smiles at me, then I'm going to ask her out. Oh, fuck. She smiled at me. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Right. Um, that's 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 what Peewee is. Peewee is that little person in the back of your mind that's just jittery and excited about everything and has a boner constantly. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. Oh, I'm going to go ask her out. He'd go to the bathroom, put on a rubber and then go out. And, and then, then yeah, and then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, or go home and practice first. I gotta warm up. I gotta, I gotta go warm up. <laughs> what would warm up mean to you guys? Um, just going like this with your hands, <laughs> doing a couple jumping jacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, does that make it? Wait a minute. Does that make it bigger if you do jumping jacks? Gravity. Does the, does the yeah. gravity pull? <laughs> Man, I've been doing that all wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. Pee Wee's kind of that um, that universal little person in the back of your head. Like if, um, uh, l- like he would be an inside out character. Yeah, in the back <laughs> yeah. of a, in, the, in the back of a teenage After boy's puberty. Hits, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's the horn dog uh, inside out two character. I like that. <laughs> yeah, the shower scene um, and the things that that lead to. Uh, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause Tom, I, Tommy has a very distinguishable mole on his dick. <laughs> evidently. <laughs> I think cause, cause, um, ball breaker could have heard his voice. I think, well, well, no, he was just doing the, like the high pitch voice to to like mimic a fake penis. Yeah. Um, Hi, I'm Mr. Penis. He's, she, she just she had it out for Tommy. How would she know that that's him? I think she just like know. she was so she wanted it positive. To be him. She had it, she, she already had so it out positive. for him. Yeah. 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 She was so positive that that was him that she was willing to get five other boys and him to be naked in a room so she could look at their penises with, with bags over their head if they with like. With bags over their head <laughs> for modesty, right? Uh she was so positive that that was him. How could she be that positive? Uh, yeah, like Jose said, I think she wanted it to be him because he was making fun of her weight like a bunch yeah. of times before. So it must well, have yeah, been like, yeah. to get I back mean, at him. She just wants to like, get rid of him once mm-hmm. she wants him to get in trouble. Then she shouldn't have let go. <laughs> he just he slipped out. He just slipped out. I will say I thought the scene where she's like in the office with the other coaches was the funniest scene in the movie. I was dying <laughs> watching yeah. like the whole... <laughs> I'm not going to let him slip through my fingers yeah. again. I <laughs> <laughs> see. That was a scene I was, I thought I should have been laughing more. I just didn't laugh. I don't know why. Um, I, I thought it was funny. I think it went on a little bit too long, uh, <laughs> but I think it was very funny. And I like the push in on Eisenhower's yeah, yeah. smirk <laughs> at the end. I always remembered that push in. And I thought that was always hilarious because he looks like he's about to start laughing too. Um, the the nervousness from uh, Mr. Carter was the the principal or whatever mm-hmm. he was. His nervousness at the beginning, um, I thought that was a weird transition to him busting up laughing, um, because he seemed so nervous about even talking about. I mean, he wants to call it a tallywhacker <laughs> and not a penis. Like I would rather call it a penis than a tallywhacker. Um, I thought that was kind of uh, kind of silly, but some of the things that they come up with are are really hilarious. 
Yeah, I think his crack up is funny though. The principal when he when he does crack. Yeah, like seeing his face just completely do a one eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the push down on Eisenhower's smirk is just. I'm down for Ballbreaker's plan. I think it's a I think it's a quality plan. And I mean, she didn't even have to go through with it at the end. She just had to follow him and just molest him. Well, at the end, she's grabbing for it too. She is, she is full yeah, on grabbing for yelling, it. Yelling, arrest him, arrest I, him. I, I think, doesn't he say, doesn't Tommy say, um, doesn't he say something like she's hot for me or she has a thing for me or something early on in the movie? I, Am I remembering? That I had right? like split seconds of like watching it where it was like, oh, she's into him. But I, yeah. I, I, I don't think I remember a specific line. I think that he she's. Says. I think she's just really into him. I mean, you have to see that face where she's charging at his penis through the shower. It, there's a little bit of joy in there. There's a little bit of, here we go. Here we go. About time. About time. About goddamn yeah. time. <laughs> uh, the fucking peewee yelling at the girl that was in front of him. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> mean. So mean. Her name is Blubber McNeil. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now, if that's not fucking fat shaming uh, in yeah. a movie. But but let me let me ask this. She gets just as much screen time as the skinny girls that are showering get. Uh-huh. She lathers up a lot in this in this movie. So I really on one level I think, oh my god, this is fat shaming fat people, fat girls especially that that you know some may not be able to control their weight and they're just big girls. But they give her a lot of screen time. I I think they only does give her screen make, time for a joke. I does think, that make make uh, yeah, up for I think it? I think it's, you joke. think it's a joke? I yeah. I think it's only to be funny. I do funny. not think this specific production is thinking about that. I think it's it's strictly for the joke. My guess is just to prolong it and just be like, oh, he needs he needs to see because they could have just done that from the backside. Yeah. They didn't yeah. have to go for frontal. I think the frontal shot in the minds like of a director would probably, I don't know. Do you putting, think it's just gratuitous? To it, yeah, I, I think just putting a face to it is just something that that makes like when he yells out a little bit more hit a little hard when you see her face react. Um, see, if I were the director of this, I would have had her lather up her bum, and then bend over to wash her feet and fart. <laughs> right in peewee's face that would have been through good. the hole that would have been really good i would have totally had to do that um more than more than make fun of the fat more than make fun of anything else um he needs to get what's coming to him and that would be exactly what's coming to him yeah and bubbles come through the actual peephole that he's looking through um i need to really write porky's <laughs> 2025 I'll write a shittier porkies <laughs> yeah I think the shower scene's really the only I mean maybe not the only one but it was it was like the scene that I was like oh, okay here we go this is a little much to me yeah, but that's the iconic scene right that's the it's, whole it's the like, poster scene it's the yeah. poster scene right it's the it's the gratuitousness of of the whole thing, and it's very much like oh, a guy's writing and he's like oh, but like 
and his like dick's getting harder he's writing like what if what if like the women like like it like what if they like want it more like and then he's just like oh they put on the towel and then they're they're so into it they're just like cracking jokes instead of being worried about it and it's i mean obviously they put the, the soap on his tongue and everything but it's it's very much like Oh, what they're doing is fine. They're having fun. That sort of feeling to it. It's very misogynistic. Yeah. 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 But, but there's another side to it as well. There are a lot of boy locker room scenes where they're half naked. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of naked boys running around. Um, And And I I I appreciate that. I only say boys because, I mean, they're supposed to be in high school, but you know they're grown-ass men. I do do appreciate Um, that side of it, especially the entire joke at the beginning. where It's kind of even. Yeah, where where they're made to look just absurd, all naked, and then get chased out. Like, it's funny. It, it, It just, it's certainly not, I mean, it's at their expense, but... It's kind of also from the from like a man's perspective of just like make of just like cracking jokes and pulling pranks on your bros, which is a part of it. But then it's still from that same perspective of just like, I mean, the girls get get like get back at them every once in a while. I just think it's just and and obviously we're we're arguing about like not arguing but uh, discussing this sort of movie from the eighties. That's entirely like a male-driven sort of movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Um, more like a very long TV episode. (laughs) Yeah, Um, just like this male-driven sex comedy. Obviously, it's not going to have any any really nuance nuance to how it treats women. But yeah, it's just it's certainly all like, what if the bros came up with a nice movie? Yeah, you know, (laughs) like what if every once in a while a girl would get back at the bro, but they'd still see him naked in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) but see that's where i um i think all of the um all of the male-on-male locker room porn uh owes its existence to the locker room scenes in porkies the boy locker room scenes in porkies because every single one of those scenes have um like a guy lifting weights just sitting (laughs) on the locker bench lifting weights i don't know if that's meat or not um, I just, I just, I look at the weights and I start laughing. I think you just got like, meat on your mind, boy. Who the, who the fuck would, who the fuck <laughs> would just sit there in the locker room and, and, and work their biceps? Um, uh, just walking around like half naked with a towel on and not being in any kind of rush to put anything on or, you know, just, you know, I just, um, I really think that, yeah that that boy locker room gay porn owes its existence to porkies i really think that you see a lot of meat in uh in gay porn a lot meat? of meats meat type boys it depends which kind of porn you're looking at i mean if i'm looking for meat type porn i'm assuming there's a nice catalog there's there's big dick porn on uh, Pornhub. Dis, dis, disfigured, <laughs> disfigured <laughs> big dick porn, <laughs> or crooked. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I loved her. Have you been fucking <laughs> fucking around corners? She has that one guy that doesn't come back ever. Yeah, um, yeah. There's she two guys great, that don't though. come back. Yeah, her yeah, her, her really making good. fun of them down the line was great. Yeah, yeah. That boy really is disfigured. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I I did like their plan. It was it was funny. It was it was a good scene. I I think like the kind of the major set pieces of it are are pretty consistently funny to me. If it was a movie about the kids, 
um, pulling pranks, uh, I think it would have worked better. Yeah. Less than getting laid. Less than, well, I mean, you could have, you could have Pee Wee in there trying now to get laid. Now you mentioned that, I think they um, would have made this movie work really well in terms of pranks. If they sent Pee Wee in by himself into Porky's and then they like mess with Pee Wee and then the rest of the movie is about them trying to get back at Porky for having messed with him or done something to him. That could have, that, that, that would be a very, that, that would be a better a movie. Little, I think. A little better. It's kind of like a camaraderie. Like we can fuck with him, but you can't fuck with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. 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 Well, one, one would be innocent and one would be bullying. And that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. In the yeah, beginning. Yeah. One is we're, we're friends, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, give you a wet willy. I don't, I don't mean anything by it. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I'm just fucking with you. But when Porky comes to town and gives but you a wet Porky willy. when Porky comes to town and gives you a wedgie, gives your best friend a wedgie, you can't do that because that's my best friend. We can do that to him, but you can't because you, you are not qualified. You don't have the relationship that we have. Mm-hmm. And it, and it seems to me like they all have that. They have built that relationship. Um, over time, I think that shows um, through their characters, through their interactions. Yeah. Any last things you want to bring up before quotes? Uh, not for me. Oh yeah. Um, for both. Uh, both of like the the moaning scenes for the girls for Lassie and uh, Cherry. Um. I had to turn my volume way down. I was like, <laughs> Tiffany was <laughs> Tiffany was in the room with me, and I was like, "Oh, our family's here too." <laughs> just fucking slammed that volume button down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lassie's screams were so loud. Uh huh. Fucking loud. They were very loud. Yeah. yeah. I loved. I loved how the coach during it when they were like, "Yes, yes, yeah," and then she starts getting louder, and his face is just. Oh, no, she's going to get loud again. Well, one thing about that scene is he takes a jock strap oh. out of the out of the bin and puts it in her mouth, right? Which she likes the smell of the boys. That's what turns her on up there in the the equipment room. The equipment room. But then he leans in and holds it in with his mouth. Yeah, that, I, <laughs> you I'm don't like, need to I'm do like, that. Oh. <laughs> like, like I totally, I felt a little vomit come out of my throat. Like that's gross. Yeah, that's that nasty. is gross. Um, but Kim C- Kim Cattrall, is there an R in there? Is that the actress? Yeah, yeah, she was on Sex in the City. Yeah, um, she's she's pretty hot. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't even know it was her until I watched it. I'm like, Kim Cattrall? Wow. Oh, that brown is hot. She's got a, she's got a nice ass on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she like totally went full on in that scene. Oh, yeah. 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 I was like surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for her. Yeah. Kudos. Good for her. I mean. She gets, she gets sex and the city in this, in this movie. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, her. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, she was the mannequin. Mannequin. You don't even know what movie I'm talking about. I, I do not yeah. know. 
You don't know what movie I'm talking about. It's okay. <laughs> any last any last thoughts? <laughs> Shit, I have a lot of thoughts. Oh, I like Porky's uh, pig squeal car horn. I kind of want that. Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah. The whole uh the whole ending when they're kind of chasing with that squealing and then they show up with like the whole band playing and everything. It's like all oh, this is fucking up its ass, but it's kind of fun. Just uh like showing the whole school came out to support them destroying a brothel. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And Tommy's I like Tommy's last word. The last word of the movie is jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like like it, it wraps up the the entire movie. Yeah. She's like jeez. <laughs> fucking Tarzan yell that he makes. <laughs> Look at on the bus. And then Wendy's hand just goes over his shoulder and pulls him yeah. down. <laughs> because he's done in less than a minute yep. the first time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Wait, so so Brian told him to tie a knot. <laughs> tie a knot in it. Clock. Because because meat gave him a condom and it was huge. Wow. It was and he came tie he comes out and he says it's it? too big. He comes back off the bus and he comes off the bus the first time and says, I don't have a condom. So they make fun of him. And so meat gives him a condom and then he comes back and he says, it's too big. And, and Brian, Brian says, tie a knot in the end of it. <laughs> that can't be safe. I don't think it would be. No. <laughs> and it also no. can't feel good. <laughs> uh, no. Knotted for her pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at Bad Dragon last week. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's a... Maybe, how, how many knots can you tie in the end of that? <laughs> Maybe maybe it's like Benoit balls. You just put them in and you take them out. Um, yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah, um, yeah. They're not practicing safe sex. No, well they are. They, not with they tie, not if you're tying a knot. Con- not if you're tying a knot. Well, they do give him a, a condom that he does use. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Um, I Good like job. I like what Cherry Cherry asked him. What do you use a, a peanut shell and a rubber band for a jack strap? <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Some of the runch in this is just way too, way too much. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, but there are some, some parts of it that really, uh, I think there are parts of a good movie in this movie. I agree. Ready to move on to quotes? Sure. Brandon, you're up. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I already said that one. Um, when they're at Porky's. And the stripper's on stage, and uh, she says to Pee-wee, want to take a peek? And Pee-wee <laughs> says, yeah, yeah. And the stripper says, two. And Pee-wee says, yeah, let's see them both. <laughs> and, and, and Meat says, that means it'll cost you two bucks to see him, stupid. And, <laughs> and Pee-wee says, oh, shit, I knew that. I was just trying to have some fun with the broad. <laughs> He's such a fucking idiot. Um, like Pee-wee's last line, like with the broad, is just so dumb. Yeah. Like, like, why would you call a stripper a broad? Why, why wouldn't they just say fun with her? Like, um, that's that's some of the 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 problems I have with this. Um, is that sometimes the dialogue is just like. Eh, yeah, you could have tweaked that maybe a little bit. He also says right before that, oh, this broad's hot. Yeah, this yeah. broad's hot. Like, they're all broads. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah yeah let's yeah let's yeah let's see them both he's like so excited and meets like the meets it'll, he and meets just standing there looking at her and he's he's saying it to him saying it he's saying it to him that you know it's two bucks stupid uh i like that how about you jose um I really like the scene where they're all in the in the diner and right after the Mike Hunt uh scene <laughs> and meets wasted and, and they're talking about Princeton and then the cops come in and just meets face covered in chili and the cop just says, I've never seen anybody drown in a bowl of chili before. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just spits it in their face. <laughs> I was so disgusted. Oh, that was rough. Yeah, this chili tastes like shit. <laughs> like, I um, think I think Meat would be the last person I would think would be going to Princeton out of the group. Oh yeah, but probably on basketball scholarships. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had scholarships everywhere, but mm-hmm. his heart was set on Princeton. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems academically that he might not fit in there. Yeah. I don't know. Who needs I the feel academics? like he would be the type of guy to pick the school that would be would have the best sports team, not the Ivy League. Like, he yeah. wouldn't pick a school over academics. He'd pick a school over their their. What's going to further his basketball career. Yeah. Or football career or... Because he looks like a football player more than a basketball player. Yeah. None of them look like basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's the only one because he's tall. Yeah. He's the rest of yeah. them yeah. do not look like basketball players. Like uh, One of my favorites is uh, right before they're going off to Cherry Forever's place, Billy's talking to Pee Wee, Billy and Tommy, and he says, uh, she's married to some big black stud and he's going to cut your pecker off. And Tommy says, yeah, and I hear he's packing tweezers. <laughs> <laughs> I love the constant ribbing on, uh, on Pee Wee because he's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Pee Wee. Yeah. Pee-wee deserves it. Oh yeah. In in my in my mind, Pee-wee deserves everything he yeah. gets. Um he deserves it from Wendy. Like every time Wendy is just constantly picking on him. I liked Wendy. I did like Wendy. Yeah. I, her her ability just to dish it constantly was great. The massive condom was funny. Yeah. Saying you're for for the biggest dickhead I ever went out with. <laughs> <laughs> um and putting it over his head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the <laughs> condom. Tommy taking the condom and running around with it, yeah. and, and landing in in like if anything is gonna get you, it would be running around with a big condom and ramming it right into a teacher's <laughs> crotch. Yeah, um, whenever you turn around, uh, I think I think that would that would get you expelled more than anything else. Which that was my that was my question. Like she doesn't expel him for all of these things that he does in the past. She just wants to see his deck. <laughs> You're right. She got a taste of it. She she got it in her hands. She's not going to let it slip through her yeah. fingers again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This movie's nuts. I think it's time for our meme reviews. I agree. Brandon? I got one pig squealing horn out of one. Because <laughs> I love the horn. I love Porky's horn. And when they shoot it with the shotgun, you hear it like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's that? Uh, three out of three convenient peepholes. 
yeah. <laughs> how the fuck does that work yeah what what are those there for? yeah what's the point <laughs> of the pipes i don't know i don't know that they're overflow no that wouldn't get that bad <laughs> yeah yeah it seems like it's supposed to be some kind of you know like in the bathtub how you have the the drain so it's like an overflow yeah it's covered that's what it looks like it's for but why would you have that in the showers it well really especially it would have to sense. get that high yeah it doesn't yeah. make any sense i mean it's butt crack high yeah yeah like I give this movie 13 out of 13 sore losers of the Confederates because uh, there's so many Confederate flags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy the plot of this kind of revolved around destroying a Confederate pub or bar. <laughs> it was very nice yeah. <laughs> to see the, the fucking dumb cops with the Confederate like pins on their shirts and oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't think that Porky's, I mean, if, if you watched it in the South, that it's liked by very many Confederate-based uh, mindsets in the South. Yeah. The War of Northern Aggression. Yeah, the War of Northern Aggression. What did what did uh, Mickey say? Like, oh, I had a Billy Bob die in the war. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, <laughs> Billy Jim Bob. Billy Jim Bob die in the war. I had a cousin, Billy Jim Bob, die in the war. <laughs> yeah real reviews brandon oh real review okay uh i i'm gonna give it an eight out of eight just because eight out of eight yeah yeah just because it's you know is that allowed oh eight out of ten sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry eight out of ten um just because you know because I remember it as a kid, I think um, I think it's anti anti racism uh, and anti semitism uh, plot points are very. I, I think they're done okay. Um, I wish there was more structure to the movie. I wish there was a, a greater narrative to it. Um, but it is enjoyable. I enjoyed it both times I watched it. And it did bring back memories. So, yeah. How was it? Um, I actually and I can think... rate anything anywhere I want. That's for the meme reviews, That's buddy. That's for the meme review. This has a strict code. We have a system structure. If I want to give it eight out of eight on a ten scale, then I will. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I walked in here today, and my rating lowered as the more we talked about it. <laughs> um, I walked in wanting to give it a five out of ten. But I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go four four out of ten. Um, there's things that are really enjoyable about it, but but the plot's not cohesive. I think the the sub plot the plot line of the of Brian and Timmy's two on the nose. It it just feels like the director's patting himself on the back for that, and I don't know. They're just the whole thing just feels like it was written by a middle-aged white guy and it's just not my type of movie yeah yeah Yeah. five out of ten that's what i came in thinking yeah five out of ten um i think the porky's plot is satisfying and the the sort of the the scenes where they're kind of getting together and they're working it together and they're sticking it to these dummies is great um that's why i wish they just had that throughout it Mm because 
if it was if it was like a prank war against Porky's or something, I think that could be really good. Um, I think if they structured it more to have more of a Porky's arc in the middle, it would have been a lot better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah. yeah. Like like, obviously beating a Mickey is bad, but but from 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 the first time you go there, they get kicked out and are treated like shit rightfully. Like the way they were thrown out like that. I had I had no problems again with Porky's. The only problem I had was the Confederate flags in his in his in his bar. But other than that, all the kids getting kicked out like that, thrown down. Uh, I mean, I don't know about the cop breaking his taillight and everything, but um, they deserved it. <laughs> they were they were assholes. They were underage. They were trying to get laid from paying for it for uh, obviously women that aren't there for that in that way. So like, well, yeah, they are there for that in that way. It is a brothel. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll pull that back then, but those kids deserved it. I think in the way that they got it. Well, they, 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 they also wanted to make a deal. Um, it started out 30, it started out 30 bucks each. We're going to need 30 bucks each, but then they only have a hundred. Yeah. Like they're, they're trying to make a deal. Um, yeah. 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 So like going from like that time as the first time you see him at Porky's where they very much deserve to be thrown out to destroying the entire bar the next time you see it. It's kind of like you would love to see something in the middle there where yeah. there's more interactions with Porky. And, and it wraps stuff. up really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, Mickey, I mean, going back to the bar that he got thrown out. And just trying to start something with the bar owner, trying to kick his ass <laughs> on his own. He, he get. I mean, I don't. I don't. He's really, not sympathetic at all. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. him for getting his ass beat. Like <laughs> I, I always, I always questioned that. Like, why would, why would you keep going back alone mm-hmm. when your dad, well, not your dad, but your brother is a cop? Why would you keep going back to this bar alone and getting your ass kicked every time? What, what are you trying to prove? That seemed kind of strange to me yeah high points porky's fights and kind of them together at the diner and stuff felt felt like a nice group of friends yeah. just hanging out yeah uh, especially with wendy and like the doing the mic yeah. hunt and everything it's great five out of ten i think yeah Rock what on. are we watching next week blake next week my girlfriend's coming on tiffany uh we're watching carrie <laughs> the original <laughs> the original was sissy spacek and um it's gonna be a good time. I've never seen yeah. it, but I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, yeah. How many carries have there been? Just two or three? Two. I've only seen the original. Okay, yeah. I, I, I the original, and then they did the Chloe Moretz one yeah. you know, recently. Two. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to watch it. I'm ready for some bloody fun times. Bloody fun. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are we gonna throw tampons at each other next week for fun? Um. I mean, we could do like, like for the food, we could do like pop, like red popsicles and God. Like- <laughs> I, I have, I have an idea for food next week. I need to, I need to arrange it. But, okay. But we'll see, we'll see how much food is in this and we might, uh, we might, we might, we might have be- some very exotic foods next week. That sounds good to me. Sounds good. good. Yeah. Carrie next week. My girlfriend's here. Listen, because she's cute and awesome. Yeah. Uh, you guys didn't like Porky's at all. No. 
<laughs> that's okay that's okay i think the, the only reason why i give it the rating i gave it is because of nostalgia we've all had those bouts of you know i'm giving this a higher rating because it means something more to me because i was a kid and i whacked off to this movie when I was a kid. <laughs> right. um you, you you saw you saw um um Timmy and and Brian drive off and you're like yes my I never fanfic. I never had that thought until <laughs> until this viewing until this viewing I'm like those 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 two fuckers are hooking up and that's why they're driving off like that um it's it's it, yeah yeah uh never feel bad for recommending a movie that that we don't like oh I don't yeah. I don't feel bad at all because we got to do it and I got to watch it and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next week. Okay. Right, bye.